0: she is one of the nation's leading voices for sound biblical counseling spiritually physically mentally emotionally and in every way her nationally syndicated live call in radio programs hope in the night and hope for the heart have garnered millions of listeners from around the globe in over sixty countries and six continents and for the last thirty years has been the go-to resource For those seeking refuge, compassion, and spiritual as well as practical common sense advice. So how does she do it? And what is her story? How has my next guest been able to relate and offer the healing and hope her broadcasts so beautifully communicate? Here to share this and more and her latest great read Trials God's refining fire is author speaker singer and nationally syndicated radio host and founder of hopefortheheart.org it's CSO as she puts it chief servant officer ladies and gentlemen please welcome an honor indeed miss June Hunt June welcome to testimony
1: well i love being with you thank you so very much jensing
0: well it's an honor to have you june we met at the national religious broadcasters convention and for the last couple of years testimony has wanted to get your story and how your life back then propelled you to the life you are living today and helping others do the same so for part one of our two-part conversation today june can you just begin to tell our listeners your own story and how you came to faith in Jesus Christ and then let's segue into your latest great read trials God's refining fire June Hunt please tell us your story well I can
1: tell you that I basically uh... was ignorant about the bible I did not know scripture. I was in a church, but nobody took a Bible. It it was years before I I actually shared this part of my life. Um, My my father had three families going on at the same time, and it was very challenging, so I actually grew up with a fictitious last name. My name was June Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. Uh, I was called June Wright because I was told that what my mother and my father um, had done and were doing was right. Well, that was a justification. And somehow when you're a kid growing up, you know not to talk. You know not to share what really is going on. Um, And so I I did not uh, actually have a friend because how could I share who uh, what, what, what my real situation was because nobody else seemed to have what I had going on at home. And so then I remember I was a, a junior in, in high school and I saw some people my age who seemed to have something that clearly I did not have and they happened to actually know the Bible, they they uh, actually could turn in their Bible to, to passages, like if someone mentioned a scripture, all of a sudden they just were able to turn there. And I, uh, I remember thinking, that's like a magic trick. How, how would they know? Because there aren't any tabs that I'm seeing, and yet that's a big book, the Bible. And so I was really quite fascinated. But what drew me the most was They seem to have a quality of peace, a a wellspring of depth. Whatever it was, I knew I didn't have it. And actually, I was very drawn. I wanted what they had. And I thought, oh, well, what they have is, they have all this knowledge, that that they have all this information that I don't have, because I began to hear a Bible teacher teach. And I thought, I've never heard any of this before. Where have I been? Well, I've been in a church, this is a different church but i thought well i guess i just need that information well now uh, truly they did have information but that wasn't what was drawing me they had transformation there had been something different in their lives that i certainly wasn't exposed to um specifically they would say well june christianity is not a religion it's a relationship with christ i didn't counter them but i i remember thinking well no it is a religion and then it would explain that the point is a person being a Christian it's asking Christ to come into your life and giving him control of your life but I, I was learning some scriptures and the Bible said believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved well I believed I mean I believed Jesus died on the cross For the sins of the world. I I didn't know anything about the Bible, but I mean, I didn't know that much. And yet, I didn't understand that the word believe means to rely upon, to trust in. Uh, And I wasn't relying on Christ, I just had information. And I I will say that I had hatred uh, for my father because there was a point at which my parents did marry, uh, actually. My father's first wife died, and then we moved into his house for eleven months, and then finally they married. And um, yet he was he was cruel at times. He was um, he said Christianity's a crutch. He was very negative. Uh, he forbid any of us four kids to have any interaction with mother once dinner was over, we were forbidden. He was very possessive. He was highly successful in business and, in my opinion, highly unsuccessful at knowing how to be a father. Mm. And Some of that came from his own background that I learned much, much, much later, where his father would beat his mother and he would escape to a cousin's house. But I didn't know any of that. The bottom line is I'm people who have what is sometimes called a peace that passes understanding. And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I thought, well, but, but I'm not, well, why, why would I need to be saved? I, I'm, I'm not a wino in the gutter. I'm not immoral. I'm not drowning in an ocean. So why why would I need to be saved? And yet there were scriptures that these young people sensitively shared with me in such a non-condemning way. And I thought, well, I no, no I've never received Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. So I, I finally you know, thought, I'm very rational, very logical. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, why do I need to do this? What if it wouldn't work? And then I thought, well, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, but what if it would have worked? And I would receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, yet if I refused to do it I would miss what I saw these people have and so truly it wasn't that I had great faith at all I just knew that I saw authentic Christianity lived out before me and so I finally just humbled my heart and I didn't even have a, a grain of mustard seed of faith I just had a maybe a, a fourth of a grain but I I prayed a simple prayer uh, God, I realize that I have made mistakes. I have sinned. Um, Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my life to take control of my life. I give you all of me. In your name I pray. Amen. I, I mean, I, I couldn't have prayed a fancy prayer because I wouldn't know how to do that. But I was sincere. Now, before I had been sincere, people asked if, June, are you a Christian? And I would say yes. Well, I was sincere then, but I was also sincerely wrong. I had no idea what it meant to be a Christian. But then when I was willing to give my life to Christ, I I even wondered, well, I wonder if there would be any... You're like lighting in the sky or, or like a burning bush or something to indicate and there was nothing that I saw but I had a hunger I was hungry for truth I would live for Sundays because there was this teacher who was just phenomenal it's not because she looked great it was the content she was teaching me how to know God in a personal way and I remember a year later I happened to see some people who had not seen me for an entire year. And they said, June, uh, what, what's happened to you? I had no idea uh, what they were even talking about, because I looked, I said, well, uh, what, what do you mean? Well, you're different. There's something different. I, I had no idea what they're talking about. Then there was another group of people at this same location. It was out of state for me, and they asked the same question. And, and I said, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. And then before going to sleep that night, I thought, well, what what is different? Well, I became a Christian. I uh, I have a hunger like I've not ever had before. Uh, I'm seeing things different, differently than I have in the past. I I really want to know God's truth for today, and and truth for me to live in a way that's right in God's sight. And so it dawned on me. I, that may be what they're seeing. And and I will tell you that the unforgiveness that I had, uh, which did last, by the way, longer than the time when I was truly, quote-unquote, saved, Uh, it did last longer because I did think it was wrong. I thought, well, that's not rational. Uh, Why would you forgive someone, meaning my father, who continued to live with uh, multiple women off on the side? Mm. Um, I thought, you know... How could a loving God permit this? That was the only real question. But I had all these points of, I I call them bullets of bitterness. And it was just in this one area because I couldn't stand it if he would hurt my mother. And that was my Achilles heel. That would be where I just, I really hated him. Well, my mother made a comment because I said to her, how can you be so nice to him? And mother had changed now. There are all these people that had come around her, and they were teaching her the Bible. It was phenomenal. She was like a a sponge that had never seen water. And she was blossoming as a Christian, even though she was very confined, because there were times when Dad would permit us from going to church and things of that nature. And I questioned her, how could you be so nice to him? She said, oh honey, he doesn't know the Lord. If he only knew the Lord, he wouldn't be that way.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to author, speaker, singer, and nationally recognized biblical counselor and syndicated radio host of her live call-in programs, Hope in the Night and Hope for the Heart, and founder of Hope for the Heart Ministries, June Hunt. You can learn more about June's work, mission, and ministry, and get her latest must-read Trials God's Refining Fire by going to Hopefortheheart.org and tune in for hope. June, it has been an absolute honor having you share just a little of your story and the power of Jesus to truly transform a life as yours has been and beautifully so. We look forward to hearing much, much more next week. God bless you.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time.